When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. We're going to talk about a bunch of reasons why the Indianapolis Colts are going to win the AFC South in 2024. And I'm serious. I know they finished third this year. I know nine and eight is not going to get it done. But there are a lot of reasons to feel really good about the Indianapolis Colts. And this is Optimism Wednesday, so take that all with a grain of salt. But I'm going to be serious about the reasons to feel good about the Colts. Now, as far as being optimistic about the Indiana Hoosiers, that left the building last night. Indiana is not a good basketball team. They don't know how to play together. They don't know how to play hard together. They don't know how to defend together. They don't know how to play offensive basketball together. They don't know how to not turn the, the basketball over. And they don't know how to stay in the game. That begins, that discussion begins with Xavier Johnson, who was ejected last night from a game on the road against a team that they could beat if everybody was on the same page and played basketball with, with a little bit of common sense and a little bit of selflessness and, and a little bit of, of competitiveness. That didn't happen. Selfishness occurs. Xavier Johnson thrown out of the game after he commits maybe the worst turnover I've ever seen in Indiana basketball. Uh, they, they, we've, Isaiah Cox says uh, Dan Dockich was right about Mike. Uh, meaning Mike Woodson, uh, we've had enough, and I'm getting there. I'm going to wait till the end of the season because, it, you know what, sometimes things pivot a little bit, and sometimes the coach stands up and says, enough, and all of a sudden the rotation changes, and guys are on the floor who want to play together and play hard together. Sometimes it doesn't happen. We'll see if it happens this year. We've seen no evidence whatsoever this season that Mike Woodson's capable of making that kind of decision. We'll talk about the Pacers. They got a game tonight at Cambridge Fieldhouse, their last game at home for a while. They will be without Tyrese Halliburton, who's going to be out at least two weeks with a grade one strain of his uh, hamstring. We'll also talk a little bit about Butler. They got a game tonight. Purdue, they got beat last night. Indiana's women's team, which I really enjoy playing, as frustrating as it is to watch Indiana's men's team play. It's just that gleeful to watch women play. Maybe Mike Woodson needs to sit down with Terry Moore and, and figure out how to coach a basketball team in a way where they feel empowered to play basketball together as a unit. That might be an idea. This is Breakfast with Kent for Wednesday, January 10th, 2024, brought to you by the great people at MyBookie, MyBookie has the largest online lineup of odds, contests, 
and Vegas-style casino games, making it the ultimate destination for all types of fun 24-7 right at your fingertips. If you've been waiting for the right time to get in on the action, the wait is over. Make your winning move today and sign up at MyBookie. Use promo code KENT to claim your deposit up to $1,000. That's right, KENT, for an opportunity to boost your betting power. All the information in the show description. Make sure and subscribe to this channel. Make sure and like this video. That's the thumb up icon. And <clears throat> if you want to make a donation like Isaiah did a couple of minutes ago, absolutely do that. <clears throat> Xavier Johnson needs suspended one game. Uh, Bobby Phillips with that comment that I just saw. Um, we're going to talk about that, but that's not that's not the fix. If that was the fix, it would have been fixed. This is a 24-year-old guy. You need to get the attention of a basketball player who's 18 or 19, maybe a one-game suspension or sit him on his ass. No, no need to suspend. Just sit him down and, and get his attention. But Xavier Johnson is 24 years, three months old. That horse has left the barn. And you're not going to put it back in by suspending him for a game. He is uh, incapable of consistent quality play. And the, more lo the longer you tolerate it, the longer you hope for a change, the longer you're going to be wet, the longer it is that you're going to poison the rest of that roster. That's the way basketball works. You got one who's not going to comply with a team first ethos, then you got all who are not going to comply with it. That's basketball. It's all for one, one for all. And if all aren't in, all are going to be out. So what do you do about that? It's up to Mike Woodson. We'll see. Uh, let's talk about the Colts and the reasons why they're going to win the 2024 AFC South. Number one, Anthony Richardson's going to be back. And we kind of got a, uh, we kind of split the baby a little bit in year one with Anthony Richardson. A lot of people said, let him sit the first year. Kind of do what Jordan Love did in, in Green Bay. Have Gardner Minshew start. Anthony Richardson gets to audit, figure some things out. Come in year two, he's going to be able to function as an NFL quarterback at a high level. Well, that's not exactly what happened because Anthony Richardson was the best quarterback during training camp, gave the Colts the best chance to win, so he's put out on the field. There he was, playing hard, playing well, got hurt three times. The final time it cut short his season early on. And so then he did get to audit. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place 
Go to your happy price, price line. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. And he did get to figure some things out. And he's going to be better in year two as a result of it. What he's got to do is understand that availability is the best ability, and he can't put himself in harm's way again and again and again with RPOs. Shane Steichen needs to understand this, too. The entire offensive line is under contract. They don't need to worry about anybody coming back. They're going to get better work, I think, out of Bernard Ryman. They're going to get better work out of Blake Freeland as a backup tackle. But everybody else is back. Ryan Kelly's going to be back. Will Fries is going to be back. Quentin Nelson, Braden Smith... And Ryman, that unit intact, and one of the best in the NFL. The defensive line as well. A lot of guys coming back to Forrest Buckner, Quiddy Pay, Dio Odangbo. You hope that Grover Stewart, who's going to be a free agent, that he resigns with the Colts. You also hope that Taekwon Lewis resigns. And then you've got your linebackers, Zaire uh, Franklin and EJ Speed. They're going to be back. So with all these guys coming back, what you've got is an opportunity to augment instead of replace via the draft. That is going to be what Chris Ballard's got to focus on, is lifting at the quarterback position, maybe lifting at the wide receiver position. You feel pretty good about running back with Jonathan Taylor. You feel pretty good at the tight end spot where you've got to re-sign your guy, must re-sign your guy, is Michael Pittman. You've got your staff in place on the offensive side of the ball. That's important. It'll be interesting to see what happens with Gus Bradley. I still don't believe that Gus Bradley is entirely safe. He could still be replaced despite what Shane Steichen said in his season-ending media availability on Monday. It still could come to pass that Gus Bradley is out as a defensive coordinator. We'll find out. If he's out, I think that's another reason for optimism. Uh, Gus Bradley's system, his scheme, uh, I'm just not buying. Uh, I don't think that you, I don't think you defend effectively in the NFL by allowing things to happen. I think you got to take things away. And and in that final regular season game against the Texans, you saw that the Colts were not capable schematically, nor in manpower, taking away Nico Collins when you knew that he was the only guy that could hurt you on the offensive side of the ball for the Houston Texans. But I feel good about the Colts. I feel good where they are. A lot of people still talking about the fourth and one play to Tyler Goodson that Goodson dropped. Gardner Minshew, uh, kind of an errant throw. But if you look at it, Will Anderson got his paw up, had that right arm. He's the right defensive end. Got that paw up. Ryman tried to funnel him to the outside. Paw still comes up. Minshew had to throw around it. That's what led Goodson to a place where he didn't corral the football. That's a guy, Will Anderson, making a good play. And it's also Goodson dropping the football, but the call was solid. The call was right. That was wide open. It's first and goal from the five. 
if, if Goodson makes that play. Goodson and Minshew. It's not all on Goodson. So uh, that fourth and one, I'm all behind. That He's a professional football player. He's not a high school football player. It's not like you took a guy from the JV, elevated him to the varsity, and, and you're putting him in, in a rivalry game, fourth and one, uh, with a minute left. This is a professional football player. Tyra Goodson caught a lot of balls at, at Iowa. He caught 70 at Iowa. He's a good receiver. And, and the Colts correctly assessed the situation and put him in a situation where he could succeed. I got no problem with it. I thought it was a good call. A lot of people upset with the call. I'm not among them. I think Steichen did the right thing. He didn't all of a sudden get stupid. And it was wide open. If Ryman pushes Anderson just a little bit further to the outside, that thing is, is maybe a touchdown. So there you go. Richardson and Ballard going to talk tomorrow at about midday over at the Colts. Of course, all of what they say will be available here for you to audit. Indiana lost last night 62-57 to a bad Rutgers team. Rutgers is not good. They were winless in the Big Ten coming into that game. They got their first win because Indiana played bad basketball. Xavier Johnson was terrible. As a 24-year, three-month-old guy, in his sixth year of playing college basketball, you got to get better. Uh, not in, in terms of quantity or even quality of play, but you need like a common sense element to somehow enter Xavier Johnson's mind and he needs to become functional from an emotional standpoint on a consistent basis. He needs to know what's expected of him as a leader on that team or get the hell out. And last night, he was terrible. Five turnovers last night, and the one at the end of the first half, absolutely crippling. They got the ball. He gets the offense going with 10, 12 seconds left. There's no shot clock. All you really need to do is not turn it over. It's not kind of time to take a knee, go try to score, but my God almighty, you can't turn the ball over. And then they, so Rutgers has got it back with five seconds left. They foul because they have a foul to give. And then three seconds left, they hit, they bank in a three. Uh, tough shot. Yeah, but Xavier Johnson put them in a position where they were going to be gutted by that three-point swing. They could have scored three. They allowed three. That's a six-point swing. You can't have it. And then with 13-10 left in the game, he grabs a guy's crotch and gets a flagrant two and gets run out of the game. This is your leader. This isn't some freshman that doesn't know his ass from third base. This is a leader who is in his third season at Indiana, his sixth season overall playing college basketball, and he didn't know how to comport himself on the on the court any better than that. That's a failure of leadership. Mike Woodson, that entire staff. What kind of an operation are they running? Where this kind of and and look, teams win, they lose. I get it. Like Purdue last night, Purdue they win, and then last night they lose at Nebraska. They lose eighty-eight seventy-two. Indiana lost at Nebraska 86-70. That's where the similarities between those two programs begins and ends. Like Indiana is just dysfunctional at its core. 
They don't play well together. They play with no joy. Watch a women tonight play against Penn State at Simon Scott Assembly Hall. They play with a joy. They play with a camaraderie. They play understanding that the five on the floor need to play together. They get all of that. Why can't the men get that? What is going on? Why is there no accountability? How can you play a half of basketball as badly as Xavier Johnson did last night at Rutgers and then start the second half? I don't understand it. There's no accountability. There is no consequence that's meaningful enough to um, motivate change. It's pathetic. Pathetic. Indiana basketball is pathetic. There is no ethos. There is no culture of togetherness, of winning, of success. Zero. I don't know what guys are being rewarded for, but they're being rewarded for something, and I have no idea how Mike Woodson got a million-dollar raise based on his first two years going into this year, which to this point has been a complete and utter train wreck. Uh, Pacers tonight uh, against uh, the Wizards, they should be able to win that game without Tyrese Halliburton. Uh, the last two minutes report, by the way, about the Boston game said that uh, Benedict Matherin should not have been awarded three foul shots uh, on that foul that was called by Kristaps Porzingis. They said that uh, uh, the league office said that that foul should not have been called. Tough rocks. It's a W. Uh, Butler at Marquette tonight, 9 o'clock on CBS Sports Network. Wink Martindale, uh, he cussed out his boss, Brian Dable. Uh, Martindale was the defensive coordinator for the Giants. Uh, Dable decided to fire two of Martindale's lieutenants on the defensive staff. Uh, Martindale didn't like it, cussed out Dable, walked out of the building, got in his car, drove to the airport, and flew to Sarasota, Florida, where he and his family have a home. So evidently, whatever synergy the Giants had between Dable and Martindale, Goners, and Martindale's going to be available for somebody else, maybe to sign as a defensive coordinator, but he's got another year left on his deal, $3 bucks. so maybe not. The Giants, because he's under contract, can block him from taking another position, or whoever wants him to coach the defensive side of the ball might have to give up a draft pick in order to get him. Let's celebrate some birthdays, shall we? My Uncle Tom. Uh, we celebrate his birth anniversary today. Uncle Tom was a really interesting cat. Good guy. Enthusiastic about life. I like Uncle Tom. Loved him. Uh, John V. Turner, happy birthday. Steve Hash, happy birthday. Mike Westoff, happy birthday. Nathan Duncan, Shane Ellison, the great Paul Morgan, celebrating a birthday. Mike DeRose, happy birthday. Joe Burke, Scott Hausfeld, Chris Chafin, happy birthday. And the great Mike Williams, celebrating a birthday. We're expecting a visit from Mike Williams either tomorrow or Friday. He and his wife are going to come by. We love Mike Williams. It, you know, it, college is so interesting. Thank you, Anthony. I appreciate that uh, donation from Anthony. Very, very nice of him. Uh, you meet guys when you're in college just because you wind up being assigned to the same dorm floor, but they wind up being in your life like forever and, and that's Mike Williams, uh, great. I was there the night he met his wife at the Octagon in Chicago, on the north side of Chicago. <laughs> Outstanding. Uh, can't wait to see Mike and Carol. Anyway, uh, happy birthday to Mike. 
and uh, Froat. And have a great day. Enjoy yourselves. We'll be back later today. Jonathan Taylor, 10 o'clock this morning. And then Inside Indiana Sports now coming up at about 4 this afternoon. Can't wait to talk to you then.